going on? What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the 20 Hours From Home podcast. It is I, Dave, a.k.a. King Dave, a.k.a. Cold Day, a.k.a. Uncle Dave, a.k.a. Wholesome Dave, a.k.a. Westside King. And as always, I have with me my wonderful co-host, Khadijah. Hey, everybody. It's Khadijah. A.K.A. Sugar Ray K, A.K.A. Deedles, A.K.A. Jill Scott's Afro, A.K.A. A Bundle of Love, A.K.A. <laughs> I don't know. I just threw that in there just off the rip. Um, but yeah, welcome to our show of 20 Hours From Home podcast. Um, thank you for tuning in, Dave. Yeah. Um. So, today is November first. Happy November. Merry Christmas to all you people that just like to skip right to Christmas. Um, happy Independence Day to my island. Antigua. Happy Independence Day. Yeah. Shout out to Antigua. Gang gang. gang, gang. Word to Monica. Word. And, <laughs> word to Monica and Antigua. And Antigua. Um. Okay. So, Dave. What is, for your sips and songs, what are you sipping on? And what is your song? Um, I am sipping on um, some wine. It's my um, my new favorite cheap wine, Mogan David. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think it's the third time I'm going with that one. Um, yeah, so I got some of that. And my song of the week. I'm going to go with, because, you know, I have no real standouts this week, but I'm going to go with, hmm, I'm going to go with, this song is called Ocean, O-S-H-U-N, Ocean, um, and it's off of the Spillage Village album. Um, if you guys are familiar with Spillage Village, you know, it's Black, Jid, Earth Gang, Mariba, those, all those people. Um, they put out an album last month. And, um, yeah, it's a good album. I listen to it a lot, actually. It's been, like, heavy rotation. Um, but, yeah, I like this song. It's a nice little vibe. So, yeah, that's my that's what I'm sipping on. That's my song of the week. What about you, Deej? All right. Um, I am sipping on this blood orange margarita. It's a wine cocktail. So, you know, kind of like Alizé or, you know, what was the other one? Arbor Mist. Um, So, yeah, I'm doing one of those. It's a little too sweet. Um, But the instructions does say to add ice to it. So... That's supposed to dilute it down a little bit. But, um, yeah, so for my song of the week, I am going to go with um, Kiss of Life by Sade. Um, I, like David, did not really have a song of the week, but that is one of my favorite songs off of one of my favorite albums. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Sade. 
Yeah. That's always a good, you know, nice little safety zone. You can never go wrong with Sade. Also, oh my gosh. I this is also a song that I have been I have been playing on repeat for the last couple of weeks, but I can't put it on our, our um our playlist. But it's um the golden it's golden by Jill Scott, but it's the K Trinata remix. Um, and that should go ham. So if you're over on YouTube, look it up. It's really good. I just can't put it on our playlist because, you know, copyright reasons. Oh, so yeah, it's not on like Apple music or Spotify or nothing like that. It's just like, on maybe it's like on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of K Trinata though, and speaking of JIT, he put out, um, him and he and Jit have a song together that they put out this week on SoundCloud. Also, Smino put out something on SoundCloud too. Um, was it Donnie? Donnie out the way. Yes. Mm. Very smooth. Like that dude. He just don't miss, man. Mm. He don't miss. I don't have any Smino. He, he's never been any like of my songs of the week. Me either. Dang. Is it too late to change? I'm about to change mine. No. <laughs> can, can I have two songs of the week? <laughs> you can have two songs of the week, but your first one is going on the list. All right. So um, my second one. No, both of them go on the list. Why not? Okay. My second one is Crushed Ice, Smino. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, didn't he say his favorite song is Clink? Um, probably. I, that sounds about right. That seems like that would be one of his favorites. I can, like, seeing him perform it, it seemed like that was one of his favorites. So, oh my not God. one of mine, though. I mean, it's a it's a good song, but it's not, like, my favorite. What's your favorite? What's your favorite Smino song overall? And then what's your favorite Smino song off Noir? My favorite Smino song overall. That is tough. Uh, I think I would go with Father, Son, Holy Smoke. I think that one might be my favorite. Um, and then my favorite off of Noir. Either the, either the Spans or... No, I think that's it. Spence. Spence. Yeah. Okay. Two very good Smino tracks. Mm-hmm. So, what do you have this week for interesting reads, David? Hi, I actually have one since everybody, you know, <laughs> well, since you was telling people to punch me in the street, you know, <laughs> and I have an interesting read. Uh-huh. I got one. You got to do your job, man. <laughs> <laughs> so my interesting read um, is this article um, talking about one of the um, one of the domestic terrorists that were planning to uh, kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer, aka Big Gretch. Mm-hmm. 
And um, he has like a long little like list of medical issues. Um, he's diabetic. He. Um, I'm kind of scrolling through the articles to find the rest of them. I don't know. He's diabetic. I don't feel like seeing the rest of it. Oh, he has high col- uh, cholesterol, takes insulin daily, and he fears contracting COVID-19. Now, oh, so he's requesting to um, be let out of jail. He says he's not a flight risk. He's not going to run. So he should be able to be out of jail um, and waiting on, you know, while he's waiting on trial. And the ironic thing is his mm-hmm. main problem with um, with Governor Whitmer and the reason why he and, you know, his group of domestic terrorists were planning to kidnap her was because of her um, her strict executive orders um, during this, you know, pandemic, uh, making mm. everyone have to wear masks, uh, you know, closing down some businesses like, you know, restaurants and so forth. And um, yeah, that was his main issue with her. And now he's claiming that he doesn't, he wants to be let out of jail because he's afraid of contracting COVID. So it's like, what the hell? I thought, thought you weren't afraid of COVID. I thought it wasn't an issue for you. I thought that you thought it was all a hoax, but you know, whatever. Um, I hope that, I hope some idiot judge does not, you know, grant him that. I hope that he does stay in jail Mm -hmm. until trial Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, deal with it. If he gets COVID, if he gets it, he gets it. That's his fault. He chose to be in jail. Right. He ain't have to do no dumbass shit. Like try to kidnap the governor. Yeah. What the hell he thought was going to happen? Who knows? Who knows? That man was, man got arrested and caught because he got caught like trying to buy explosives and weapons and shit to kidnap the governor. Like, nah, yeah, your ass belong in jail. Like, are you dumb or are you stupid? Are you both? Both. Mm hmm. Clearly. Clearly. Clearly, clearly. Yeah. That's my interesting read. What is your interesting read? Um, so my interesting read, um, as I said earlier, it is Antigua's Independence Day today. Um, Antigua first got its Independence Day on November 1st, 1981. Um, so Antigua is also known by a, it's fondly known by as Wadadli, which is its native name given to it by the Arawak people who were the inhabitants of the island before Christopher Columbus came sailing his ash across the ocean blue. So, um, yeah, so I like to call Antigua Wadadli because it is its native home name. Um, Antigua is its colonial name. And, you know, what I say, fuck colonialism. Um, And so, yeah, it is actually Antigua and Barbuda. It's their sister islands. Um, Barbuda is a little bit north 
and to the east of Antigua. Pretty, very, very close. Like you could see it from Antigua. Um, but right now, Barbuda is a little inhabited. It is not habitated, or whatever the fucking word is. Um, ain't nobody live there, cause <laughs> <laughs> um, don't nobody live there because um, Hurricane Irma destroyed the island. So all of the Damn. people who are living on on in Barbuda had to move to Antigua. But um, you know, it's gonna rebuild and it's gonna be great. Um, one of my favorite so we we have our Independence Day November 1st we have our carnival in August and carnival um, for those who don't know or aren't sure about Caribbean culture but carnival celebrates our freedom from slavery so we have this big party we have these big costumes we call it plain mass um, when you wear the costumes and then you you are on a show and you show out and you model your costumes. Um, and then you have like a street party and you know, they're playing music, they're playing soca, they're playing Calypso, which, you know, soca is near and dear to every Caribbean person's art, especially if you're into the carnival scene because, you know, it's the music of the carnival. It's upbeat, it's happy, it's jovial. Um, so yeah, we fuck with Soka. Um, oh, I should have made that. Whatever, I should have made one of those songs my song of the week. But too late, too well, late. No, it's not. Add it. I just added crushed ice. Fuck it. Um. Okay. So this is an Antiguan Soka band from like the nineteen nineties, nineteen eighties. They're called Burning Flames, and they have a song called "I Command You." Um, and you know, it just make you want to dance. I command you to jump, 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 and everybody, yeah, (laughs) hey, like, I don't know, it'd be turning me up. So, um, (laughs) yeah, um, and you know, it's still a part, it's very, Antigua still has very close ties to Britain, as do most, most, uh, most countries that have once been under British rule. They are probably still under British rule in some way or another. Um, And so, yeah, you know, Antigua also had to deal with slavery um, because, you know, that's what the savages, the Europeans decided to do. Um, But, you know, we also had our slave revolts and shit like that. Wasn't fucking with that, um, that colonization shit, but, you know. It is what it is, but we're here. If you ever meet an Antiguan, our favorite meals, um, let me tell you all that. You know, like all the other islands, we like um, we like curry chicken, we like brown stew chicken, we like fish, we like mackerel, we like um, dumpling, we like kalaloo. Um, but we also eat, um, like we make this thing called fungi. And it's basically like cornmeal and water and okra and milk. And you kind of like, you kind of like cook it down, like how you would cook grits. Like you cook it down like that and then you roll it into a ball. 
and you would eat it with like fish or something like that, like stew down fish. Um, And so, yeah, it's good like that. And then we also have another um, like side dish called Dukana and it's like a dumpling, um, but you make it differently. Like, so it's like a sweet dumpling and you know, so you add like sweet potato, raisins, brown sugar, um, coconut, and you like my dad he gets the coconut fresh, like you know, like a real coconut, and he goes outside, he breaks the coconut open, uh-huh. tries to get whatever water comes out, and then he breaks off the coconut, puts it in the food processor, and then puts it in the um in the coconut. And then so you mix the coconut together, you get like this little dumpling consistency, and then you put it in foil, so you make individual wraps of foil. And then you boil it for like 20, 30 minutes and it becomes a dumpling and you eat it with, you know, saltfish, spinach and, you know, um, things like that. But, you know, it's an island, so we eat a lot of fish and, you know, I love me a good fish. So a um, couple questions. Mm-hmm. Um, have you have you been back there and. If you have like how how often do you do you go back to Antigua? Yes. Um. So yeah, let me explain my connection to Antigua. So both my parents are from Antigua. Um. Both of them born grew up on the island. Um. And I was born in Antigua, but I moved to me and my family moved to the U.S. when I was two. Uh-huh. Um. Going on three. And so I've been back to the Antigua like a bunch when I was a kid, but then it stopped. And then I went back again back in like 2012. And then the last time I was there was the last year. And I wanted to go back, um, but I wanted to go back sometime like at the end of last year or even the beginning of this year. But, you know, things happened and I couldn't leave. So, um, so yeah, that's been kind of my frequency of going. Okay. And what about uh Carnival? Do you you go to Carnival? I've never been to Antiguan Carnival. Um like cuz every time that I like when I used to go when I was a kid, I mm-hmm. would come back right before Carnival would yeah. start or like some like I would see like one or two days of Carnival, but like I wouldn't really like the parties and stuff. I didn't really get to see um, but yeah, I would like when I was at my grandma's house, cause my grandma, you know, she don't have cable. I mean, and back then it was like early 2000s. So there was really no cable on the island anyway. Um, but there were some places you would get like, there were some places you would get like Disney channel and things like that. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. My grandma did have cable. I don't know how she had it, but I used to watch Disney <laughs> channel. I used to watch that's so raven at her house. For sure. She had the hookup. She had the hookups, but you know, yeah. that's not my business. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that. Yeah, I did too, actually. Whatever. But yeah, um, I fucks with Antigua. And my grandma still lives there. Um, and her and her boyfriend and... I have some family around the island um, still. 
So yeah. Okay. That's it. All right. Well, yeah. Shout out to Antigua. Shout out to the Antigua Independence Day. Yes. And um. Freedom you know. from the the claws of Queen Elizabeth. Even though, you know, Queen Elizabeth does have a, um, she's basically still the leader in terms of, like, she's still Antigua's queen. Really? Yeah. But, you know, like, it's kind of like how, um, like, she's still the queen of England, but she doesn't do anything in in terms of government mm-hmm. like the people govern themselves but she's still like their queen so they uh-huh. would sing like if queen elizabeth were to die um she would um antigua would be very sad and you know i'm surprised during this whole fucking covid shit queen elizabeth has not been touched I mean, she got the money. It, yeah, it depends. It depends. Uh, it tends to work out that way for old people with money. Yeah. And the type of money they got, we would never see that in our lifetime. Nope. And yeah. I, like, how do like do they have a bank account? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably, I would think so. Or is it just like the Bank of England? I guess. I don't know how it works over there. Yeah, if you're a British listener, hopefully we can find you at some point. Wait, if, do we? Was there uh, something in Britain? No, it was Canada and Belgium. And Belgium. Or was it Germany? Well, I mean, that was Belgium. Belgium. Um, we're international people. We got international listeners. Yeah. We got, we got Ireland. We got Canada. We got Belgium. We got Cambodia. And Singapore. And Singapore. Yeah, we out here. We out here. So um, you no, might want to hop on this train now before we really fucking take off. You feel me? Exactly. I'm about, to add a new, I'm about to add a new AKA. It's International Dave. International you know? Dave? International Dave. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, new AKA alert. <laughs> <laughs> you you ever watched um All All Deaf Digital or All Digital yeah. Dev? All Deaf Digital, I believe that's what it's called. But yeah, yeah. I watched it. And you know Doughboy, he mm-hmm. always used to say new nickname alert. Yeah. Um, nickname alert. Yeah, I used to love that little that little YouTube channel. I was sad when they quit. Well, whatever happened happened. Yeah. And but now they're back, and I'm like, I'm over it now. <laughs> <laughs> you got used to them not being there, and now you're just like, yeah. It's yeah. All good. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, that was our interesting read. Um, David, do you want to start with pop culture? 
Yeah, so, pop culture, a couple crazy things happened, you know, throughout this week. Um, the craziest thing, to me, the most jarring thing that happened was uh, Wayne, Lil Wayne, Dwayne Carter, you know, coming out and endorsing Trump. Uh, he did the whole, the whole picture and everything mm. and wrote his whole little blurb about how he talked with the president about the platinum plan and you know he has his full support and you know it's just crazy disappointing first of all just because so many people you know hold wayne near and dear to their hearts mm-hmm. but uh well, when I was fuck Wayne, basically. Like, my f- two of my favorite songs of all time are Go DJ and A Millie. Those are two classic ass songs. And, like, now I can't even listen to them with the same regard in my heart because I know that he is who he is but like Lil Wayne has been coming mask off for a long time yeah he has he has but it's like it's like this at least at least for me he had been like kind of kind of laying low for a while like he doesn't make that many public appearances, he doesn't he like doesn't do a bunch of interviews or whatever. But it'll be like the few times he would speak, he'd always say like one thing here and there that's like that would like rub people the wrong way. He'd be like, mm-hmm. "Fuck you talking about Wayne," mm-hmm. you know. So it's like it's like he would say those things, but I never expected this, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought maybe he would say certain stuff and maybe somebody, you know, afterwards would talk some sense into him and then he'll be like, oh, well, I meant this and kind of clean it up. But he totally just jumped out the window with this one. And, like, like he said that he, that Trump was helping him work on the platinum plan. And I really want to know what these celebs think this platinum plan is going to do for black middle America. I have no clue. I don't even know what the fuck the platinum plan really is. Like, <laughs> me <what> either. Is... <laughs> it's I don't know. two pages of headlines. Right. And my thing is like, I don't know what it is, A, and secondly, I don't want any type of plan that was thought up by Trump and Ice Cube. Like, what? Like, who who made Ice Cube the spokesperson for for black people? And not just, not just all black people, but for, like, regular black people, like, yeah. the poor black people, middle class black people. Like, who made him the spokesperson? How is he up here trying to talk to the president about what's best for us he hasn't been one of us in a very long time 
That man been rich for a good for a good for while now. Since the eighties. Right. Like so not saying that he all of a sudden just has no idea what, you know, people like that go through because I'm sure he had his own struggles growing up and shit, but mm. it's 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 a lot different making plans for people and and trying to do what's the for uh in our best interest when you're not in it daily. Like he's not in government. He doesn't he doesn't work for these neighborhoods and in these neighborhoods. It's like it's crazy. I don't I don't get it. Speaking of which though, I was uh watching Saturday Night Live yesterday and Michael Che said something that was very interesting. He's like, why is it that politicians always turn to rappers, just like rappers and athletes, to be spokespeople for African Americans? But you don't see that for white people. Like, you don't see them choosing some random ass, uh, like, you don't see them going to Eminem and be like, hey, speak to these white people about their struggles and how can we make life better for these people? Like, why is it that the spokesperson for black people is always going to be like rappers. Why is it that Trump is asking for support from Wayne and an ice cube? Like who made them the go-to people? And that is actually a point that, um, Malcolm X first said in a video. Exactly that point, that singers and athletes are not politicians, and you don't see them holding that same regard for black for white people. But I, I also agree. I think that white people look at the way that we idolize these celebrities in our community because they they came from nothing and then rose up to something. Right. And most of the, most of the success that we see is via that pathway. So these politicians and these white people are just reinforcing that outdated idea. True. But go ahead. And I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a difference because I don't want it to be taken the wrong way because I do I do appreciate when these when these athletes or rappers or singers or celebrities use their platform to to like speak up on certain things like I love what Colin Kaepernick did I love what LeBron James is doing um, that type of stuff. Serena Williams. Um, but but it's a difference. But it's a difference between like doing that and then like sitting down with a political figure, someone that has the power to like really affect people's lives negatively, and sitting down with them trying to come up with some type of plan. Like that's different. Like first of all, don't sit down with Trump because he's not in your best interest ever but whatever and 
the difference for me is like with those athlete with those athletes that you mentioned, they are listening to the people. Right. They're listening to the people who are on the ground who are going through these things and they're listening to the leaders of the groups that are on the ground and things of that nature. So they're getting more of a first hand experience into what's really going on and whereas Ice Cube he's I don't see him talking to like the people on the ground I don't see him like he just made this idea from what he can do a little research on and then he decided that he needs to shop this around quickly but he did and he thought that oh because biden had shot it down because biden has his own um list of whatever that he wants to do for the black community he brought it to trump but this is not like you don't shop around our rights (laughs) like our rights are not like a commodity to shop around all right, and it's like Ice Cube. I don't know. He probably didn't speak to anybody, you know, that's on the ground really doing the work. But I know for damn sure. I know for damn sure Lil Wayne did. Like I know that for a fact. Lil like, Wayne don't even believe in the Black Lives Matter movement. Right, Lil Wayne is so out of touch with what's going on. It's ridiculous. So for him to be like, yeah, I looked over the platinum plan. I'm working with Trump. Like, dude, he only cared about one thing. And that was, oh, you're not going to tax? All right, I can get behind that. Bet I can get behind that. All these people, all these celebrities that's, you know, low-key or that's supporting Trump, they're really only thinking about themselves and their pockets, which is... For sure. You can ask literally anybody why they're voting for Trump. I bet you nine out of ten of them will say something that that has to do with money. Yeah. For sure. But, you know. That's what you get when you're in this capitalist society. And I be trying to tell niggas, like, this guy I was talking to, I was having a conversation with him. And he was trying, I was telling him that, you know, he, no, I was, I asked him if he voted or if he was planning to vote. And he said no. And then he tried to explain all the ways that he doesn't believe that voting is um, helpful, which, whatever. And, he kind of said that like capitalism and building your own community based off of capitalism is the way to go. And I'm like, no, you're still going to have the same problems and higher because based off of hierarchy within the community because of capitalism. Capitalism is capitalism is not an answer. It's there's supposed to be like a balance between capitalism and 
um, socialism. And there's supposed to be a, a way to join those two things. But to build a whole new community off of capitalism, you're you're missing the point. All right. We could buy black all we want, but is are we buying black and doing the right things with those with that money? Are we just buying black just so that we can line our own pockets and for so that us as individuals can get well off? Or are we buying black so that our community can do better? Yeah. Right. Um, because, like you said, if you keep following the, the capitalist structure, um, eventually, like, even if, even if we had it to where now black people were on top and black people had had all the money or whatever then you'll still have you'll still have a higher hierarchy in a in that same issue in that same problem. Um, like look at P Diddy. Right, look at Diddy. Look at um Pebbles I mean, TLC. <laughs> right. Exactly. So Like if there's a way for somebody to scam you, they will. And scamming only comes as a result of capitalism. Right. But whatever. Capitalism is Darwinism, so... And according to Darwin, this is just our natural way of being. So, is there ever going to be a real change to it? Probably not. But, But, you know, we got to try. Exactly. That's to try. Um, but yeah, that was just about um, Lil Wayne, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Beyonce, Miss Queen B herself, she launched her second. Is it her second? Second of this year, um, iteration of Ivy Park. Um, athleisure wear mm-hmm. and it sold out within like a minute um, which like come on Beyonce you know what it is <laughs> you know what it is why you keep trying to do this yeah I mean anything with her name on it is gone it's exclusive. It's There's an exclusivity to it. But, you know, whatever. So she dropped um, that line. And it's really cute, by the way. I wanted a few pieces, but, you know, whatever. I guess I ain't getting shit. And according to... Um, so then she also had did a cover for British Vogue. Um, the December issue. And she basically told us that, you know, she's going to be taking a break. That, you know, she has three kids now. She's achieved a lot uh, up to this point. And, you know, she's ready to just be a mom. Wow. 
So, no new Beyonce music, no no tour, no nothing coming up anytime soon. Nope. And, you know, like, the fact that she actually sat down, did an interview, and made an announcement about it lets me know that she's for real. Yeah, she dead ass. Like, Blue's about to be a teenager before we hear anything from her. Lord. And how old is Blue now? Eight? Yeah, like eight. So. You know what? That ain't too bad. You know? What's that? If she eight, is she not, is she not back until Blue is a teenager? What's that? Five years? Yeah. Those five years would just fly by. Yeah. Um, certain women can grow up and, you know, get to experience their mom. And I think that's awesome. You know, she she has literally done what most people can only imagine. A hundred times over. One hundred times over. She's worked with who... She's wanted to work with, done what she's wanted to do, been on the stages she wanted to be on, changed the game the way she wanted to change the game. And, you know, she's like, you know, I've done everything that I set out to, I've done. So let me just take a break and raise this family that I've bred. So I get that. She deserves it. She deserves it. If anybody fucking deserves it, it's Beyonce. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's going to be bleak. You know, I'm going to be missing my Queen Bee and, you know, her secretive ass. I'm, one thing I was thinking about today was like, you know how they used to do greatest hits albums? Yeah. I'm so glad they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I would not want a greatest greatest hits Beyonce album. Why not? No. As no. I mean, I feel like it's no point to do greatest hits album because, like. Every streaming service has, like, greatest hits playlist for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, what's the point? But, um... But I never really liked greatest hits albums to begin with. I think it was just kind of like a money grab to, you know, just have something to put out in between albums. Well, I feel like it's good once that artist has been gone for a while. Like, not gone from the earth. I mean, like, just, like, gone from, yeah. like, making music. Like, mm-hmm. like, um, like a Stevie Wonder Greatest Hits album is is great because it's all those songs without having to, you know, go through all of his albums because he has so many, you know? True. So it's, like, all of his best songs in one place. So that's, that's good. Um but for artists like Beyonce, who's still making music and who hasn't, I mean, she has a a nice sized body of work, but it's not 
ridiculous like a Stevie Wonder who has so many albums. You know? So, yeah. Her right now doing a greatest hits album is like, it's not really necessary. But if she did down the road, I think that would be cool. I wouldn't want it. I think I wouldn't want it, no. Well, you just listen to B-Day over and over? Yeah. You know, that's my album. Because I love me a good up-tempo track. And B-Day is mostly up-tempo. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, it was her birthday album, so it's, you know, it's fun. Um, Even though she says it's her least favorite album, which Beyonce... Why would you even have that opinion? Um, it's a wrong opinion. <laughs> um, if you're ever going to talk about worse albums, I think you should take a look at Sasha Fierce, but I'm going to let you go. I mean, come on now. I mean, let's, let's see. Because Sasha Fierce... Sasha Fierce had single ladies, which really made Beyonce the star. Yeah. Because that's when white people was like, I love this. True. But I mean, that, is that the, that's not the only song that was on there. Ego... Um, that was a good one. All right, diva. You got oh, it's it's some it's some good ones all here. If I were a boy, Halo. Smash into you is a good one. No. Video mm. phone. No to those three. Smash into you. If I were a boy in Halo. Because, I mean, we already discussed, well, you and me personally, that I'm not into that sappy shit. Yeah. I don't like no crying, crying ass song. Get that away from me. Especially about no man. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) You crying over a man? Gross. Have you not, have you never been in love, Deej? No. I'll see. Well, there you go. That's no one it. would ever force me into that. I I'm glad. Well, who says it's a force? It doesn't be a force thing. You know, it just happens. Yeah. Ooh, no. I don't want that <laughs> happening to me at all. <laughs> a but lot see, of things can happen. That's where the 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 sappy sappy cry songs come from. You know, it comes from that. Those emotions right there. Well, so since B Day didn't have any of those type of songs on it, I can see why she would say it's her worst album. You know? Okay, well <laughs> Beyonce whoa. is obviously she's obviously uh an emotional, like like sentimental type person. Okay, first it, um Irreplaceable was on that was on B Day. Okay. But it's more of an up-tempo, leave-your-nigga song. Yeah. Um, Resentment is on that album. 
And I love that song because she is just singing. But that is like the ultimate crying over a nigga song. But she just is singing. It's like because there's it's literally her voice and a piano. There's not a lot of instruments. There's not a lot of. Um, I like it because of the the not subtleness, but the it's stripped. You know, so I like that. And I also like Listen, even though that's more of a ballad. But, you yeah. know. I don't even count Listen. Listen is a, that's Dream Girls. Yeah, so. It's still on that nine-minute-ass song, Resentment. I don't know why. I don't know why the hell she decided she needed nine minutes. Because <laughs> she has Resentment. She has an outro where she just talking and then she has a listen. Come on, girl. You could could have just did bonus tracks. Yeah. But hey, it's on your favorite album. You know, it is on my favorite album. Because you know what else is on there? Deja vu. Upgrade you. Freakum dress. Kitty cat. Get me bodied, kitty cat, green light. Like, ring the alarm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And I think she came right, right out the gate with Deja Vu, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's the first single. <laughs> Baby, I can't go anywhere without thinking that you're Like... Are you kidding me? Also, Sugar Mama. I remember when Deja Vu first dropped and the video first dropped. A lot of people weren't fucking with it. Really? Mm-hmm. Why not? It was a lot of... It was a couple things. Really. All right, so it was like... At least with the video, I know a lot of people's like, what is this? What is these dance moves? What is she doing? Like, they weren't, they weren't feeling it. It was... Deja Vu was kind of like, it was really different from what we were used to hearing from like Destiny's Child and um, and Crazy in Love. So then when she came with Deja Vu, people was like, what? This is Beyonce? And then she came out, she she looked different. She like really slimmed down for like Dreamgirls. Mm. And so like she still looked like, you know, Dreamgirls. And people were weren't really feeling that at first either. It was like, eh, we don't like this skinny Beyonce. Like, it was weird. So, yeah, when Deja Vu first dropped, like, a lot of people weren't really feeling it. I feel like Deja Vu eventually, like, years later, got the appreciation it deserves. As long as it got it. Yeah. Now it is, it's definitely looked at as one of the classics. For sure. For sure, for sure. And speaking of Beyonce, um, since we just had Halloween yesterday, there were a lot of celebrities who had Halloween costumes. Um, one being Tabria Majors, who is a plus size model. 
um, also fine ass woman. She um, decided to do a tribute to Beyonce, and she took her favorite like slash most popular songs from each Beyonce era and um, did it to perfection. Like, yeah. literally, there were points where I did not realize, like, that wasn't Beyonce. Right. Like, she totally recreated each look mm-hmm. and killed the choreography. Like, And she's not even a dancer. Right. I'm like, what? the hell like how why are you a model maybe you should maybe you should have been a performer like perfect she did it perfectly for sure it's great it was amazing she definitely won halloween for sure definitely did and like that scene the formation scene where she's hanging out the window and the camera's like right above her i was like god damn sabria you look good girl like she always look good always she always does that's just a good looking ass woman but yeah shout out to to bria majors um she said it's it cost her well over twenty thousand dollars to achieve that um that whole project which it's quite a lot of money quite a lot of money that i've never seen um at one time but you know it is what it is shout out to her um other celebrities that oh well she did the songs that she did she did crazy in love and then she did deja vu Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. she did single ladies countdown partition formation and already. I was really impressed with already. Yes. Like she she really snapped on that one. Oh, and, and don't forget she also did uh uh the Coachella. Oh yes. Beachella. She did do Beachella. Yeah. Um get into the money. Everybody mm-hmm. mad. Um she yeah, she fucking snapped. Um so yeah, shout out to her. Ooh. Um so Sierra was also um notable 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 people. She did Nicki Minaj um and she recorded hers. I don't it was Nicki Minaj from the Grammys. Yeah, she did Nicki Minaj's Grammy look. I don't know which Grammys, but she did one of her Grammy looks. And Nicki Minaj, I'm so glad her wardrobe has changed. Yeah, because I'm like, all looks. Like, looks very bappish, but, you know, do your thing. And she posted one of Nicki Minaj's better, one of Nicki Minaj's best verses. Not her best, but one of the best, um, which is on the song I'm Out. I mean, she's featured on it, but it's Sierra's song. Um, so yeah, and I think she looked good. She also did Megan Thee Stallion's Girls in the Hood, um, which I thought was cute. And she also did Megan, uh, Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. Yeah. And she had a little future, um, Zaheer, um, 
as what offset. offset. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny though, because I thought future. I thought he was. I thought he was future. Yeah, for a second, yeah. I was like, "Oh, look at her," you know, having him dress up like his dad. But then I was like, "Oh wait, no, no, he's offset." Okay, that makes more sense. Like <laughs> we, do, I feel like they don't speak of future in the Wilson household. I feel the same way. Which is good. Why? Why speak about that deadbeat ass nigga? They probably just they probably refer to him as uh, the biological. Like you're you're biological. You're gonna be with him this weekend, but yeah. uh, we're gonna miss you. And <laughs> I'm gonna say this: Don't be over there doing the crazy shit he does. Okay, you mm. come back here. Don't forget what we taught you. All right. And he's Ooh, like, yeah. yes, mom, yes, Papa Russ. <laughs> you think he calls him Papa Russ? Not oh, dad. He does. No, he does. Oh. Russell Wilson uh, like talked about it. He said, yeah, I don't want... He said he doesn't want him to call him dad. Like, he has a dad, but it's like, I'm Papa Russ. Aw, cute. I love that for them. Yeah. Um. So who else was on the list? Um, Rico Nasty as the Joker. I thought she was like... A, I thought the Joker was very fitting for her personality very just like off wild, the wall very, out yeah. there yeah and she just you know killed the look so so she did that one um another person i was really impressed with was sky jackson as foxy brown mm-hmm. that was pretty cool a lot of uh a lot of women in rap got you know a lot of love this halloween yeah you know so, lauren hill and um, Ryan Destiny. Yeah, Ryan Destiny is Lauren Hill. Yeah. Um, there was, as always, there's always a bunch of people that's dressed up as Lil' Kim. Yeah, of course. Because Lil' Kim is the icon. Yeah. The it girl. For sure. Um, Did you have any favorites? Other than Tabria, um, no, not, I mean, there were some other people who did some things, but I don't know. Either I wasn't really looking that hard or people weren't posting that many. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know Marseille Martin, she was Rihanna's September... Was it September? One of her Vogue co- covers. The mm-hmm. most recent one. Mm-hmm. The do-rag and the words on her face. Yeah. Um, she was that. Um, the weekend was The Nutty Professor, um, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Like, just like him. He really did. Um, but yeah, I thought those were cool. Yeah. I also thought uh, Tony Hawk dressed as Larry David was was pretty funny. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a a funny funny costume. And you know, he looked just like Larry David. You know, I love me a good Larry David. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. 
And we you were just at, talking. You looking at this picture? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and weren't we just talking about Tony Hawk last week? Yep. Oh, he did a few different looks. Me and David's favorite um, gift from Tony, from Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> is the wide vagina gift. <laughs> 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 If you don't know, I just implore you, just, I mean, just watch the whole series. Right. Because I promise you, you won't, you won't be sad about it. It's a great show, um, written well, but just search Wide Vagina, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. And just have a a laugh. Have a laugh. Right. Favorite, favorite gift. And the thing is, I rarely get a chance to really even use it. But, because it's like, what what in the hell situation would you even use it for? And when I used it that time, it yeah. was a perfect situation. It was, yeah. Let's see. I yeah. had to use it, but... Yeah, so shout out to Larry David, shout out to Tony Hawk. For sure. So, um. Oh, but what did you do for Halloween? Oh, thanks for asking that. Because I was going to ask you what you did. Um, what I did for Halloween, um, I really didn't do much of anything. I worked. Um, Mm. my, my niece, we got her little costume. She didn't go trick or treating or anything like that because COVID. But she still dressed up. She was a little ladybug. Aww. She looked adorable. Um, but yeah, you know that's kind of all I did. I went to a little little get together with um, for my friend. Um, she had a little you know costume party. I didn't dress up though because I'm lame, and yeah, I waited till the sure last are. minute. I waited sure. till the last minute and never went and got a costume. Um, you even though some in your closet. Your closet. Probably, but I was actually I was actually dressed as my friend who uh, who threw the the little get together. I was dressed as the boy version of her because we had I was wearing a Stevie Wonder shirt, which we both have, um, and glasses, which I don't need, but I look amazing in glasses. So anyway, so I was wearing glasses. But she wears glasses. I just rolled my eyes so hard just now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. You know I what? Do. Big up to yourself. Big up to yourself. You know? It's my thing. It's my it's my favorite accessory. But yeah. Um, so, you know, I didn't really dress up for real, but still had a good time. Um, but what did you do for Halloween? Um I had a quote unquote movie night with my friends um two of my closest friends they came over i cooked some dinner for them and um we watched his house um oh was that good it was good it was the ending you're gonna be like okay but it was good it was good. It was worth a good watch. Um, 
But yeah, give it a look see. Um, we, um, I made couscous and a salad and lamb meatballs with tzatziki and some pe- and some non bread. Um, and I made them like these little gift baskets, uh, with like a, so, some of their favorite like candies and things like that and a blanket so that we could watch sit down and be snuggled up in our blankets um but yeah it was fun we enjoyed ourselves we had uh we had some wine and we was you know having a grand old time that's awesome that's awesome um yeah i gotta check out i gotta check that movie out Oh, another thing I did is um, I started my my Halloween tradition, which is to watch episode eight, Jigabobo, from um, Lovecraft Country. And I said I'm going to do that every year, so I watched it on Halloween this year and um, enjoyed it because it's the best episode of the whole series. And um, yeah, it's a good time. Okay. Well, that's great news, David. Um, so, yeah. So, now, um, moving on. You wanted to talk. Well, we're yeah. going to talk about. So, yeah. Today is Sunday. Um, and on Tuesday, November 3rd, it is Election Day. And um, so... I just want to talk about uh, what what are what are your plans for election day? I know you've already voted, correct? Yes. Yeah. I dropped off my ballot yesterday. Okay. Um. And that was an interesting drop off. Uh, <laughs> because like so, the drop off center by my house is in a mall. Um, and so I didn't know where in the mall the drop-off was, so I had to, like, drive around, and then, like, right in front of the drop-off center, there was, like, a, a demonstration between the Trump supporters and the Biden supporters and, you know, honking and carrying on and shouting and ray 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 a bunch of nothing so and like i had my windows down because i had to i had one of my windows down because i had to ask one of the ladies i asked of course the biden support i wasn't going to ask trump but i asked her you know where to drop off my ballot and so i had my window down and the front of my my car has an old colorado plate on it and so some trump supporter shouted out to me Go back to Colorado. <laughs> I said, fuck you, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and um, he didn't say shit else to me. Um, and then when I was driving back out from all of that commotion, I rolled down my windows and played fuck Donald Trump all the way up. You know, you know, do what I can with what I have. Yeah. Um, 
and I, you know, stuck up my middle fingers to all of the Trump supporters. Also, I wanted to let you know. So, you, you know, I, I, I've told you this before that there's Trump signs throughout my neighborhood. All right. And there's one Trump sign that was close to the edge of the road. And the, like, they put it out there, and I want to say within like a week or two, somebody had ran it over. And, you know, I wanted to do that, but I was like, I'm not risking it. Right? So they ran it over. <laughs> and I keep looking at it, and every time I pass it, I'm like, I just want to get up on the curb, run it over. and But I don't. And I drove past it today, and the the one that was already ran over was on a different part of the lawn. And they had a new one in the front, mm-hmm. but they also had like a, a pile of like logs in front of the sign. Yeah. And then I look, I got closer, and the sign has been ran over again. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, basically, keep putting out signs if you want to. They're gonna get ran over. And I know they put those logs out there specifically in that area because they wanted people to stop running over the sign. But it's also bulk trash pickup day on Monday, which is tomorrow. So um, when they're gone, we're still going to run over your sign, bitch. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, um, I thought that was funny. Um. And there's a house, like, a little bit further down, but on the other side, that has a gay pride flag, an American flag, and a Black Lives Matter flag on in their house, on their property. Mm-hmm. And it's facing that Trump um, thing. So, fuck you. Um, yeah, so shout out to that. Um, so, yeah, my plans for Election Day. I am going to... I have to work that day. But I definitely am going to be in La La Land around 6. Okay. I'm not going to check any of the polls. I haven't been checking any of the polls. Because I know, like, it's kind of... You can't really tell for right now. It could go either way. And I like that they haven't really been saying, like, what the numbers are yet. Um, just to not get anybody's hopes up. But um, I'm just going to, you know, smoke a lot of weed, go to bed as early as I can. And, you know, just ride out. Um, we post. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to try to go to bed as soon as I can. Shut the lights off. I'm going to turn off my phone. And in the morning, I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. When I do see it, I do see it. Um, but, you know, I hope it's Biden. I won't be surprised if it's Trump. Yeah. 
that's where I am right now. But you know what? Whatever it is, what it is. What are your plans for election day? Have you voted already? I have not voted, so I am waking up early. I'm going to my uh, my polling place at 7 a.m. when they open, and I'm casting my vote. I've seen a lot of people saying that, like, for people that's going on election day and voting, um, basically saying that they need to have, like, an exit plan because... They should expect there to be, um, you know, Trump supporters trying to discourage people from voting, um, being violent. I know, I can't remember what state it was, but they were trying to have, they were trying to block, um, have like the governor have like an executive order to block people from being allowed to open carry weapons um, to polling places. Oh and God. that that order was denied. Um, so you could expect to see probably some Trump supporters in there with their full militia or terrorist, um, you know, equipment on and their rifles and automatic weapons and all that great stuff at your polling place. So so. It kind of sounds like, you know, based off what I know of definitions of domestic terrorism, um, it sounds like Trump supporters are domestic terrorists. That is correct. Because you're bringing guns to a polling station where people have their legal right to vote? Exactly. So you're suppressing the vote? Right, and and hopes to intimidate people. Like, is this is this not America? I thought this was America. You know, I thought you're supposed to be allowed to do what you want, and that's and have that freedom to. You know, it's your right to vote. You know, so why would you have people there to discourage people from voting just because they're not voting the way you want them to vote? You know. And, you know, usually if it was found out that a country did something like that was going on in the country, America would step in if it's, you know, if they deem it's impeding on democracy, because that's exactly what it is, they would want to step in and remedy the situation, but because we built ourselves to this powerhouse, nobody can really fuck with America. It's like who is going to step in and take and take charge of that? The UN don't want to do that because they know America's not to be fucked with, and they have crazy ass Trump in the White House. But something's got to be done. All right. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm going to, gonna you know, cast my vote. I am not anticipating there being any issues or any problems, um, just because if there are some Trump supporters or whatever that decide to pull up around here in my polling area, yeah, I just don't see that going well from them. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll see. 
but um yeah hopefully i get there early and i can just cast my vote and leave after that i plan to be kind of like you i'm not going to pay attention to any of the numbers I'm not gonna keep no keep myself updated on the polls um I'm going to try to distract myself as much as possible. I do not have to work that day. So, um, I'm going to go home, chill, probably call up some friends, see if anybody want to hang out. And, uh, yeah, try to just distract myself as much as possible. And then once, you know, polls are closed and then the results um, are out, then I will tune in to see who it is that, you know, it's the winner. Um... I think that this time around, if it's not, if, if Trump is reelected, um, I'm hoping that I won't feel as miserable and defeated as I felt in 2016, just because in 2016, I just really thought that it was impossible for her to, for him to win. Um, and then when he did, I'm just like, felt totally defeated. Now I'm to the point where it's like, kind of like, if he wins, I would not be surprised in 2016. I was surprised this time. I would not be surprised at all. Um, I won't be happy of course, but I don't think I'll be like miserable or, or depressed like I was in 2016. So um, yeah, I'm more so just, you know, I'm going to do what I can, which is vote and whatever happens, happens after that, you know, at least I can say that I did my part, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, that's my plan for, for Tuesday. Um, now you were going to mention that like once we drop this episode, um, cause we drop on Wednesdays. We will hopefully have a new president. So, um, hopefully, yeah. So, yeah, this would be, um, be interesting. And we can say that we have a the first black and Indian woman vice president, even though it's about Kamala. You know, that's still a very big achievement that I can't overlook. So, yeah, hopefully things, we will have a new president by then. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really crying. I'm just fake crying, but. Yeah. This is just, make sure y'all like stock y'all houses up. I read a tweet today that they were like, oh, um, you know, black people, this is a white people war. So when shit pop off on Wednesday, going into the following week, you let the white people hash this one out. This is have nothing to do with us, which is true. It's not our problem. It's not shit that we cause. This is their problem to fix. Let the white people fight it out. Let them bring their arms and come together and shoot up the place. But me, I will be in my house. 
I will have enough food to nourish me for the next coming winter. <laughs> and that will be it. You know, I wish that were the case. Um, but as it tends to happen, and as history shows us, even when us, you know, black people are minding our own business, they will find a way to bother us. So, sure will. You know, just kind of There's be prepared be for white anything. People chanting "Black Lives Matter," not a black person in cr- in the crowd, That's and then it. they're gonna go, you know, rob up Cartier or or Tiffany's. And then it's, you know, Black Lives Matter protesters, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, fuck out of here. Ain't no niggas over there. It was all whites. Just doing some vigilante shit. Yep. Um, But yeah, you know what? It is what it is. Election day, it'll come and we'll just deal with it when it happens. For sure. So, Deej, what's your personal Deej. update? Um, my personal update is I'm not going to be. I used to be a lover of DoorDash, not a lover, but I was like, you know, I'm using the service, so I might as well subscribe to their DoorDash plan. Because, you know, you save money. You save, like, an, on average, like, 4 to $5 per order with their fees because it's covered. And it's $10 a month. So I was like, as long as I order it, I order from DoorDash at least twice a month. It's already paid for. So I ordered from this restaurant. And now I will start off because it is my fault. The restaurant did not have any pictures. Um, but I ordered what I thought was orange chicken and lo mein. Now, David, mm-hmm. you eat out quite a bit. Can you describe to me what orange chicken and lo mein would, would be to you? Um... I mean, it'll be orange chicken and lo mein. Uh, exactly what I would expect it to be. What I mean, like, what did you get? What What happened? You don't. You don't. You don't want to play my game. Fine. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so look, orange chicken usually comes with deep fried chunks of meat, smothered in an orange sauce. An orange base sauce, um, and that's how it comes. You know, right. big pieces of deep fried meat, of deep fried chicken. What I got was minced meat. It was like it was like very finely chopped up pieces of chicken with very finely chopped up pieces of pepper like red bell pepper yellow bell pepper and orange like an orange marmalade sauce 
Yeah. I'm exactly. So I go to them, huh? And the lo mein. Dry ass noodles. Mm. Just stiff up balls of hay. Them noodles. (laughs) If I had them noodles by themselves, I would have choke up and got the hiccups. Cause you ever had like you ever eat something so dry that you get the hiccups afterwards? Yeah, yeah. That would have been me. And on top of it, they put it on two different sides of the goddamn container, so they had this fucking slop of goddamn mince meat and orange marmalade and the lo mein dry up lo mein on the other side. And then they put breadcrumbs down the middle. <laughs> this sounds like some white people made it. So I, I emailed them. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> not, not in those words, obviously. But basically, this is not what I ordered. Mm-hmm. And y'all know what the fuck is orange chicken. Y'all are DoorDash. You know what the fucking orange chicken look like. You can't look me in my face and tell me that this is orange chicken. Because it's not orange marmalade over some chicken. is still not orange chicken. It's orange marmalade and chicken. So they did not want to give me my money back. They wanted to give me a $4 credit. What the fuck am I supposed to do with $4? And they were like, oh, while they investigate with the, with the, with the restaurant to see, like, what, what was it? Like, what, was I supposed to receive that? Was that the wrong order? What have you? And so this was Friday. And so I checked back today. I'm like, hey, checking back in. I'm supposed to receive a full refund because I did not get what I ordered. They, um... They still would not give me a refund. So I canceled my Dash Pass. And I'm going to, you know, call up Chase and be like, I tried to work it out with the merchant, but they're denying me my refund. They did not give me my service. So I'm going to get my money back either way. They want to play with me? I could play back. As you should. Get your money back. And I mean, it was only like twenty bucks, but still, it's the principle. It's it's always the principle. Yeah. Did your YouTube just go off? It did. So uh, tell the people, tell the people what you use for light instead of a lamp. Why? What's the point? What are we doing? So that they, so that <laughs> I don't feel crazy. I Explain think it. it's. I think it's rather resourceful. I don't okay. like I don't like the light in my room. Like I don't like the lighting. It just the light that I have in here just seems very seems very just harsh. You know? So I like to have the light off. But if the light's off, it'd be totally dark and you can't see me. So I have the T V on, okay? I cut the T V on, but if the TV's just on, it'll be light, it'll be dark, because you know things the images on tv changes so what i do is i just go to youtube i just get a white screen and bam just have that on 
and there's a there's a little bit of light. There you go. And oh. it's only for the purposes of this FaceTime because that's how we do recording. I'm FaceTiming Deej right now, and I just have the light so I can be seen. That is the purpose. So if you were not FaceTiming me, what would you be doing in terms of light? I would either just, I'd probably just have a TV on because I'm watching it. Like, I'm watching something. Like, if I wasn't on FaceTime. Mm. But that's the only time I do the, the YouTube things if I'm FaceTiming somebody. Because I'd rather have that light than the actual light I have in my room. All of this, when he could just get a nice little lamp, it costs like $20. <laughs> the bulbs cost like 5 And you could get an LED bulb, and so it's bright. You can make it a little bit duller if you need it. But, you know, sometimes you can't really chat to men. Men are going to do what they want to do. But anyways... What is your personal update or your lesson that you've learned? Um, personal update, eh, don't really have one. Lesson I learned, not much of one, even though apparently I should get a lamp. Um, but I do want to have, I have a couple shout outs. Um, today is my good friend Ashley's birthday. That is who's, um costume party i went to on yesterday um so yeah happy birthday ashley also is also my my um my brother my college roommate um it's his birthday as well so happy birthday to ej even though not so sure he listens to the pod so shame on you ej yeah so you get no shout out no not well, you will hear. Beach. You won't even hear the shout out because you don't listen. So, no. But Ashley, on the other hand, Ashley sure listener. does listen. So, shout out to you, Ashley. Yup, yup. Shout mm-hmm. out. To Happy Ashley. birthday. Um. So yeah, that's that's my personal update. Um. Anything else? You know, got anything else going on? Um. No, nothing for me. Nothing for me either. So yeah. This has been another episode of Twenty Hours Wrong Podcast. Um you know, guys, thanks for listening. Remember to follow our socials. Um Twitter, twenty hours from home. Right? Yes, yeah, twenty hours from home. And Instagram twenty hours from home pod. Um, listen to the Sipping Songs playlist. And, um, uh, yeah, stay safe out there. If you guys are going to vote on Tuesday, um, hopefully you guys already voted, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you have, because you guys are smarter than me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. But if you haven't and you're going to vote on Tuesday, be safe. And, um... Yeah, just make sure you go out there. Don't get discouraged by anybody that is trying to discourage you from voting. Do what you got to do. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. So, yeah. 
um yeah so next time we talk to you all hopefully things are slightly different well until next time i've been khadija aka sugar ray k aka dinos aka jill scott's afro yep and i've been dave i don't play doing all the aks i'll do that in the beginning okay you know i only have a little bit so i i can afford to do them at about the bit beginning and the end yeah but yeah bye bye Thank you.